I didn't do a goddamn thing. I was at the house. We had a little kickback on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sunday, I watched my team uh, beat the Detroit Lions, drop on the clues bombs for my Dallas Cowboys, two games over 500. I had a nice, relaxing, restful, uh, stress-free weekend. Yeah, I had a, I had a, I had a great weekend, too. It was uh, my daughter's birthday this week, so we took her out. We took her to a restaurant, one of her favorite restaurants, which is Tao in New York City. Then after, I took her and her friends to see D.L. Hughley. How did they enjoy D.L. Hughley? That was funny. So yeah, kid- well, that was funny. So, my, you know, my daughter, uh, she brought her friends. Her uh, white friends. Yeah, oh, her white friends were there. She has a Spanish friend. But, well, her friends. Uh, three of them were white. But to go to a comedy show, a black comedy Not show, that's hilarious. Not just any comedy hilarious. show. D.L. Hughley. D.L. Hughley is an OG who's super smart, super wise. I'm just wondering, did a lot of the stuff that he said go over their head? Nah, I don't think so. They, okay. they, I think they got it. There was a lot of uh, penis references. There was a lot of... Uh, uh, F. Donald Trump references, a lot oh. of racism references. Oh, so it's like her listening to The Breakfast Club. Absolutely. Okay, got it. was it. great. It was great. I'm sure they were a little awkward at times, but it was funny. My daughter had a good time. That's all that mattered to me. Then after that, uh, the next day, we went to this brunch in uh, New York City on Saturday, and then I flew out to Atlanta. Shout out everybody to Atlanta. We had over 2,000 people that wanted to learn about real estate, man. And it was, uh, I mean, it's great, because when I first started the real estate seminar, I would do a club the night before, and I always would have more people at the club and at the real estate seminar, and it would always, always, always piss me off. I'm like, I get 1,000 at the club, but then I get 200 at the real estate seminar. But now it's it's great. We had over 2,000 people. I mean, people packed up, and we brought everybody there from, like I said, credit repair to hard money lending, conventional lending, to agents, attorneys. And it was a, a one, one lady that I spoke about a couple of months ago that I tell you, she got got in one of these seminars where she got got out of $80,000. And we were 80, eight, grand. 80 grand. So what they do is they have these seminars and they have credit card people at the seminar. So if they ask for more money, they basically tell you to go in the lobby and you take out credit to pay for the seminar. $80,000, which is ridiculous. You should never pay nowhere near that. Um, but we were able to get that off her credit and so that she didn't have to pay that. So that was dope. So I was excited about that. So shout to Daisy in Florida. We were helping her out because nobody should be getting got like that. All right? So that was great. So shout out to everybody that was out in Atlanta. And our next one happens December 15th in New York with Jacob Javits. So that was my weekend. And shout to my Giants, man. My Giants did well this weekend, bro. Boy, shut up. Giants did so good. We had a bye, so we didn't play. So we didn't have to worry about winning or losing. How about that? Bro. What? The Giants season is a wrap. Everybody going to Giants games now on Sundays just because. 
All right? So, Either because somebody gave them tickets or because they're season ticket holders. Nobody gives a damn about what the Giants talking about. So, okay. you're going to be sitting next to me soon? No, we won't. Yes, we, we six and yes, four. All right, we fine. Okay, we got six more games left in the season. We'll be in the playoffs. So we won't be sitting next to each other for a long, long time, sir. All right. Well, let's get the show cracking. Maury Povich will be joining us. Maury, 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 Maury. So we're going to kick it with Maury in a little bit. And front page news, hopefully ye will be here by then. If not, we'll figure it out. All right? It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Who you a fool for this? Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Hey, good morning. What's up, Yeezy? Start off with sports. The Colts beat the Jaguars. Uh, Cowboys barely beat the Lions. Falcons That's a damn lie. We beat the Lions by like two touchdowns. Knock it off. <laughs> Falcons beat the Panthers. Vikings beat the Broncos. Patriots beat the Eagles. Rams beat the Bears. Uh, the Raiders beat the Bengals. 49ers beat the Cardinals. Saints beat the Buccaneers. Ravens beat the Texans. The Bills beat the Dolphins and the Jets. Go Jets, okay. Uh, they beat the Redskins 34-17. And tonight in Monday Night Football, the Chiefs take on the Chargers. Now, um, Ye is in, but she just walked in, so I don't think she's ready for front page news, are ye? Well, I did see what was happening with Colin Kaepernick with his workout. There was all kinds of drama surrounding that, right? Mm-hmm. So, so he did a 40-minute workout, and he actually switched facilities because they had some uh, miscommunications, I guess. Was it miscommunications, or was it the fact yeah, it that... it wasn't miscommunication. He said he wanted to... Bring his own camera, correct? Control his own narrative. Is, yeah, he, is wanted what he, to, he didn't it. like the fact that the NFL was going to be actually filming everything, and he wouldn't be able to have his camera crew there, so they would be controlling the narrative. So what yeah. if they put out footage that only shows him not at his best during the workout? So he wanted to have his own camera crew there. Um, and he wanted to make sure that everybody knew that he still has an arm and can still throw that football. And so we ended up having to switch facilities. And they said that originally there were a lot more teams coming in to check him out. They said 25 teams, agents. right? 20 plus. But 20, then it turned out to be teams. how many? Eight. I think it was eight. Eight, eight teams, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, so. listen, you, you change the facility at the last minute. It's an hour something, hour something, hour and like 10 minutes away right. from the actual stadium. It's going to be kind of difficult to get there. I don't know. NASA, Stephen A. Smith and um, Eric Reed were actually going back and forth on social media over that. Well, we have audio of Stephen A. Smith talking about it. 25 teams show up at the Atlanta Falcons practice facility, state of our facility, NFL personnel, equipment, video, everything. And what does Colin Kaepernick do? Three hours before the workout because of some issue with a liability waiver. Colin Kaepernick wants to change the venue. Colin Kaepernick wants his own receivers. Colin Kaepernick wants to video things himself. He ain't done no interviews. He ain't talked to nobody. Media can't find him, but he wants the media available now. He don't want to play. He wants to be a martyr. It ain't working this time. And we also got more of what he was saying. All of us believe that Colin Kaepernick would have showed out. And if he had showed out, I believe he would have had a job inside of two weeks. But it didn't happen because he didn't show. He wanted to show up to a high school and then YouTube it live. Like <laughs> the average Joe out there gets to decide if he's on the NFL roster. <laughs> you don't want to work. You just want to make noise. And you want to control the narrative. Colin Kaepernick's aspiration in the NFL. It's over. I'm not going to go as far as to say Cap doesn't want to play, but if he does want to play, he has a weird way of showing it. Like, to me, the best opportunity to get back in the league was to show up Saturday to Falcon Stadium, do your workout, and keep it moving. You know, then you really got the NFL under pressure because they really have no excuses, right? Because right. there's 25-plus teams there. But 
Cap did exactly what a lot of people thought he was going to do, and that's not show up. And to me, that's not controlling your narrative. If you did exactly what people thought you was going to do, that's not controlling your narrative. You know, the thing with Cap, I, I was thinking about it all weekend. It, it seems like, to me, Cap is, is that guy that wants to make it, but if he doesn't, he wants to have every excuse of why he didn't make it. Like, this is, this is what you wanted. You wanted to play in the NFL. They set up 25 teams for you. Then you say, okay, last minute, you be like, nah, I don't, I, I don't want to do it your way. I want to do it this way. This is my organization. Yeah, I don't, I don't, to be honest with you, I just don't know what, I don't know. I don't know what Colin Kaepernick wants, you know, but as far as football, I just, I don't care anymore. I support Cap and everything he does as far as activism. If he called me to participate in his Know Your Rights camp tomorrow, I would be there. But as far as what happens to him in football, I, I don't care anymore. I All just right. don't. All right, well, that is your front page news now. Get it and off we'll get more into that. We'll get more into that later, too, during rumors and everything. Yeah, all right, but get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Hit us up right now. Let us know how your weekend was, if you had a great weekend, or if you feel blessed, or if you had problems this weekend and you just want to vent a little bit, you can do that as well. 800-585-1051. Get it off your chest. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hello, yes, DJ Envy, uh, Ashley, and Angela Gee. The show me the guy. My name is Curtis. I live in Albuquerque, New Mexico. What's up, Curtis? I'm from the Louvre. I'm from the Louvre. I remember um, a couple of weeks ago that you said that Nelly's security guard saved your life. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep, yep. The are, you the security, like are you the security guard? No, 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 no. Uh, he passed away last week and his funeral is today. Damn. Wow. His Big name B. was Bob, right? What was his name? Uh, Big B. Big uh, B. Big B. Damn. Damn. Rest in peace to Big B. Envy, you got to do something, Rest bro. in peace to Big B, man. You got to send him a floral arrangement or something. That man about. saved your life. Did you send me the um, Did you send me the DM? Yes, I did. I know I seen the DM, but you, you, I wasn't 100% sure, and I didn't want to say it before I, I actually knew what. Definitely rest in peace, Big B. If you don't know the story, we were at a club. We were on tour. It was um, us, uh, Fabulous, Birdman, Nelly, and A. Marie opened up, and we were on the road. We were at an after party. A big fight broke out. I think there was a shooting, and um, I got knocked on the floor almost damn near trampled. No, 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 no. You said and you fell. Ain't nobody knock you down. I fell. Don't try to, I, don't I, try I, to I gangster fell. the story up I now. Fell. You fell. I fell. Okay, life alert ass. And, and <laughs> falling and can't get up. All and, right? That's and, what happened. Uh, I'm being serious. And Nelly and Big B uh, grabbed me out from, the, from being on the floor and dragged me out to safety. It snatched him up like he was a, a little thotty in the tip drill video. You know what I'm saying? It got him to safety. Salute to Nelly. I was at, we was at the crib this Saturday. Thank and, you, uh, I started going down a YouTube wormhole, and I was watching tip drill because I wanted to show the youngins tip drill. Mm -hmm. You know, you got to, like, sign in and all kinds of stuff to see tip drill. <laughs> yes. And then when you watch it, it's really not as bad as you remember, you remember it. it was? Yeah. Wait, wait, what youngins were you trying to show? I had some 20-somethings, Nyla and uh, Delhi. They, they, they never seen tip drill. They never drill, seen you know? tip drill? Nah. Wow. Hello, who's this? Hey, MB, it's Destiny. Hey, Angela. Hey, Charlamagne. Hey, Destiny. What's hey, up, Destiny? Destiny? Get it off your chest. <laughs> I just wanted to say, Envy, thank you so much for the real estate seminar that you did in Atlanta this weekend. It was really good. Um, you guys had a lot of people out there and a lot of really good, useful information. So, people, if you got a chance, I don't know how many more tickets or seminars you have left, but it's definitely something that people need to go out there and, you know, Take the class. It was really good. Thank you so much for attending. Now, you know what your, well, the next seminar is on the 15th of December in New York and the Jacob Javits, but you know what you got to do now. 
get to the bag. You got to go get to the bag. You got to go out there and get it. Now, now you got all the information. Now you got to make it work. Yeah, most definitely. I just wanted to call in and say thank you. No, no, thank I you. I said there was 2,000 people out there. You had over 2,000 people. I mean, Atlanta showed out, man. It, it was it was yeah. really dope to see people there that, that came to learn. They got the knowledge. They got the contacts. There was no upcharges, no overcharges. People got more than they, they, they came there for, and, and that's what I wanted, man. And I hope I can see more people like me that look like me buying some more property and, and owning some more homes and some, some investment properties. Yeah, I think that's the thing that I like the most it was, is that it was just so many minorities in there, and I was just really proud of us for, like, coming in and showing up. I thought that was really good. So, yeah, keep doing what you're doing, and I just wanted to call in and say thank you. But I hope y'all have a good week. Thank you, Destiny. 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 And if you bid against me, Destiny, I'm going to beat you. I'm just telling you. <laughs> okay. Have a good one. <laughs> you too. Thank you. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Angel. Angel, what up? Get it off your chest, bro. Hey, man, I just want to say, uh, I think you guys are being biased with the whole Carmelo Anthony thing. Um, you know, these guaranteed contracts are not given to certain players because they just seem to be a cancer to the team. And I, I think he's really done a farewell tour. It's fair to him, but for you guys to be saying that he deserves a shot, he deserves to be on the team, I mean, he's on, shoot good. He's on a team. In practice. No, I know he's on a team, but I'm saying... It took this long because I think Portland is desperate right now. Anything that's desperate is going to find it. But I don't think that you guys honestly think that he should be on the roster somewhere. Yes, why, he should. Why, why shouldn't Carmelo be on somebody's roster? Carmelo can still give you 13 to 15 and, points a game. And he's better than a lot of people that's playing in the league now. Why shouldn't he play? Yeah, but you guys you guys are here just saying, like, uh, he deserves a shot. He deserves He does. He created he created this for himself, though. Sir, 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 sir. Clearly he deserves a shot because Portland gave him one. What are you talking well, about? Yeah, he does. Yeah, but he's not all that. Come on. What? Bro, he deserves a shot. He's, he's, he's a he's a he's a he's a he's an older player that can still give you 13 points a game. Absolutely. He's a he's a Hall of Fame. Future Hall of Famer. I just want to say you guys are being biased about the whole thing. I mean, How are we being biased? By saying Carmelo Anthony deserves a I shot. I like him as a player. I don't even have his number. My I think no, I, I, cool. I, I, I just think he's a good player and deserves a shot. I think what you're, you're what you're what you're talking about is when I said he, he shouldn't have a non guaranteed contract. He should at least be getting the veterans minimum. He should be. I I agree. Yeah, I think so. Exactly. 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 He should be getting the veterans minimum. But he's a cancer to the team. He's a liability. No, I mean, how is he a liability? I don't know about the word cancer. Because he he's a cancer to the team. You see him. You see him when the coach is talking. You see him on the sideline. He's not being uh, paying attention. He's 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 he's, he's in it for himself. Goodbye, Angel. Oh, shut up. Okay. Hello, who's this? Hey, what up, Miss Jay, man? What's up, man? Get it off your chest. Oh man, I think they was trying to set Cap up, bro. That's the whole reason why he ain't want to do that that little private uh, showcase, little dog and pony show. Set him up for what? Because if you, if you do it privately, then the NFL can say, first off, why does the NFL set up this, this whole workout anyway? Normally, like, if the Chiefs want and the Chiefs call him in and the Chiefs do for the workout. So why does the NFL feel like they wanted to put it on for the city? 
Well, Kaepernick's agent said the only reason he's optimistic about Cap getting back in the league is because the league set this workout up. So he said being at the league set it up, then maybe Roger Cadell will get in one of these owners' ear to sign Cap. So I don't know, bro. Uh, I don't know, man. That's, so they had agreed, correct, to, to doing a public workout, and Cap was saying he wanted his own receivers and all of this because he felt like they gave, something else shady going on. They gave Cap his own receivers. But I'm going to tell you something, man. When, when, when you don't have trust in something, uh, the organization, the league may not have trust in Kaepernick. Kaepernick may have trust in the league. I don't think that you can have a relationship from that point forward anyway. You know what I mean? And I'm a yeah, stern and I, and I'm the stern believer that believes like, yo, I don't know why Callan Kaepernick still wants to be in the NFL anyway, because to me he's bigger than football. And I mean, once you done talk so crazy about an organization why and, and, and said that they're racist and everything else, why would you want to be a part of them? Like I I mean, I don't know. That's just my 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 take on it. Hey King, you're absolutely right on that, man. That's that's real business right there. But good morning to everybody, man. Glad Good morning. Finally, get on the on the app with y'all, man. Yes, sir. Right, man. Thank you, brother. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Now we got uh, rumors on the way, ye? Yes, you know I'm out here in Vegas. It was the Soul Train Music Awards, and one person I ran into was Keisha Cole, and she has a new show that debuted on Friday. We'll tell you more about that. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is the rumor report with Angela Yee. Rumor has all right. Well, the Soul Train Awards were last night out here in Las Vegas. And some of the big winners of the night, uh, Chris Brown, No Guidance, was named Song of the Year, Best Dance Performance and Best Collaboration Performance at the show. Mm-hmm. Was he there? Uh, yes. Okay. Oh, no. I was at the awards show. No, no, no. no, no I thought it was Chris Brown, Brown there. Oh, was, oh, no, no. I thought you said, was I there? No, Chris Brown was not there. Uh-oh. He was not there, but I'll tell you who was there. Summer Walker was there, and she actually won her award for Best New Artist. Here's what she said. Hi. Um, thank you so much. I didn't expect this. Um, thank you, LBRN, and thank you, London, on the track. Um, I really appreciate it. <laughs> Summer don't got time for that. Summer won't be at the crib with her weighted blanket and her wine, relaxing, and I don't blame her, goddammit. Yeah, so she gave, like, the shortest speech, but we all know that she doesn't really like doing things like that, she but got, congratulations to her. She got a lot of love in the audience, too. Yeah, no. she, got, she got social anxiety. I don't, I mean, listen, I don't, I don't see anything wrong with her getting in. I was surprised out. that she, I was surprised she even showed up, because they were like, uh, Summer Walker, and no one thought she would be there, and then she popped up, got her award on stage, so I think that's great. That's were they dope. surprised um, that she was there because nobody was there? Uh, just because they just was surprised. There was a lot of people Walker. there. Actually, Issa Rae was there. You know, she has her own label now. Okay. And so okay. she introduced one of her artists who performed also. Uh, Wale was there. He performed with Jeremiah for On Chill. Okay. Which is a big song. There was a lot of people there. Oh. Um, so, yeah, so some other highlights for the night. You know they were honoring Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Mm-hmm. And J- Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis have a lot of hit songs. You know, they wrote a lot of stuff for Janet Jackson. They started off working with Prince and working with Morris Day as part of his band, and Morris Day was there uh, to perform also. They did a whole tribute to Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Babyface brought them out. Was Janet there? And, uh, no, Janet wasn't there. She mm-hmm. recorded a video for them. But it was dope to see Babyface talking about how much they inspired him. And how much he wanted to be like them. Yeah, that's actually the the only part I caught. I caught when uh, Tisha Campbell and Tashina Arnold came out dressed as Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, and Tashina Arnold Tashina Arnold said Janet Jackson is still not here. I don't know right. what that meant. I was out of I was out of context. Well, uh-huh. from the beginning, they were performing and they were pretending to be Janet Jackson, and they kept joking that she wasn't there yet. Oh, uh, so. Okay. 
It was just an ongoing joke throughout the night. But uh, for Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, they had a whole medley of songs that they had written, and that included uh, Sounds of Blackness, SOS Band, Sherelle and Alexander O'Neill, Morris Day, and then Yolanda Adams got the Lady of Soul Award, and she definitely caught the Holy Ghost while she was performing, and Kirk Franklin actually brought her out as well. So okay. It was a beautiful night, and we talk about supporting these shows and actually showing up for them, so I thought it was important to go out there and support and be so, there for so it. So mad people who won awards showed up? Uh, I would say about half the people that won were there. Okay. Because mm-hmm. that's the worst part about award shows, when actual awards are given out and no, none of the people that win are there. The artists in that day, yes. Because yes. it's a celebration yeah, for them. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis are huge, and so is Yolanda Adams. So a lot of people came out to support them okay. also. Now, Fantasia says that she is not doing any more tours. Here's what she had to say. I've been talking about Miss Fantasia, is it true you will not be touring anymore? Yes, it is true. It's been 16 years for me. And um, the way that I perform and as much as I give and I can't help it, it takes a lot out of me. And so I'd rather prepare shows where there's like spot dates, one-offs, and um, do it that way. So yes, this is it. I get it. Yeah, she just doesn't want to do numerous shows back-to-back, get on the bus and all that. She just do spot dates. Yeah, Fantasia made a lot of money on that road. She'll make still still make money doing mm-hmm. spot dates. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. I, I, I'm not mad at that. Now, another person who I saw last night was Keisha Cole, and she actually had a new show that premiered on Fox Soul that premiered on Friday, and in case you missed it, here's what it's about. I've been talking about relationships, love, and of course, lack thereof. One-on-one is a show where we all come together and keep it real on everything from social media to social issues. What is Fox Plus? I said um, Fox Soul. Fox Soul. What is Fox Soul? I guess it's another channel that they I have. I said Fox Plus. It's because everybody got a plus I was now. Like, huh? Because all mad, all these networks got a plus now. Fox Soul. I never even well, heard of Fox Well, you can download the <laughs> Fox Soul app or you can go to foxsoul.tv, www.foxsoul.tv, if you want to check that out. In addition to that, she also has her mm. uh, show actually premiering on BET, her new reality show coming out on BET. And that comes out today. So she's been discussing that. What's the new oh, wait, no, show on wait, BET? Today, today's Monday, is tomorrow, Tuesday. What's the show on BT? Um, so it's a, a reality show about her life. So and her new um, baby and all that. Yep. Is this a new voice. season of her old show, or is this something totally different? I believe it's something new and different since that's been gone for so long. Mm. So yeah, so you can make sure you check that out tomorrow. And she actually on her first show that she had on Fox, so she had Nick Cannon as her guest. And she had her boyfriend, Nico, also. So those are the first guests on her show. I wonder what else is on Fox on Soul. What, like, what other sh- programs do they have? There's so many platforms nowadays, you know? Mm-hmm. You just, it, I don't know. All right. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. Thank you, Yeezy. Now we got front page news. What are we talking about, Yee? Man, we got to get some more into Colin Kaepernick and what's going on with him. As you know, he had his, uh, his workout on Saturday and there were a lot of changes that were made at the last minute and a lot of back and forth. Jay-Z has some things to say. Stephen A. Smith has some things to say. Eric Reed had some things to say. So let's get into it. All right. We'll do that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. 
sports. Colts beat the Jaguars. Uh, the Cowboys barely beat the Lions. Boy, if you don't shut up, we beat them by 12 points. The Falcons beat the Panthers. Vikings beat the Broncos. Patriots beat the Eagles. Rams beat the Bears. The Raiders beat the Bengals. 49ers beat the Cardinals. Saints beat the Buccaneers. The Ravens beat the Texans. The Bills beat the Dolphins. And the Jets beat the Redskins. In Monday Night Football, the Chargers take on the Chiefs. And what else are we talking about, Yee? Well, we are going to talk about Colin Kaepernick. Now, as you know, he's a free agent, and he did a 40-minute workout in front of representatives from eight different NFL teams. That workout happened on Saturday. Now, here's what he had to say. I've been ready for three years. I've been denied for three years. We all know why I came out here, showed it today in front of everybody. We have nothing to hide. So we're waiting for the 32 owners, the 32 teams, Roger Goodell, all of them to stop running. We're out here. We're ready to play. We're ready to go anywhere. My agent, Jeff Nally, is ready to talk to any team. i interview with any team at any time. I've been ready. I'm staying ready. And I'll continue to be ready. All right. Now, the workout was originally scheduled to take place at the Falcons facility. But at the last minute, Colin Kaepernick's camp switched the venues. There was a disagreement. And that all had to do with the liability waiver and media availability. And there were other factors as well. Now, the NFL made their own statement saying that they were disappointed that uh, Colin Kaepernick actually switched venues. They said, we are so disappointed. Hold on. That Colin did not appear for his workout. He informed us of that decision at 2.30 p.m. today, along with the public. Today's session was designed to give Colin what he has consistently said he wants, an opportunity to show his football readiness and desire to return to the NFL. 25 clubs were present for the workout, and all 32 clubs, their head coaches, general managers, and other personnel executives would have received video footage of the interview and workout shot by the Atlanta Falcons video crew. It is important to note the following. And then they went ahead and listed all the things that they did. Um, one of the issues was that Colin Kaepernick wanted to be able to have footage and have his own footage because I guess he didn't trust the NFL to release and not edit the footage to make him look bad. So I guess that was one of the issues. And then there was a standard liability waiver based on what they use with national invitational camps at all NFL combines and NFL clubs when trying out free agent players. And they tried to switch that up and submit their own. Well, Stephen A. Smith weighed in on all of these, these discrepancies. And here's what he said. 20 Five teams show up at the Atlanta Falcons practice facility, stated our facility, NFL personnel, equipment, video, everything. And what does Colin Kaepernick do? Three hours before the workout because of some issue with a liability waiver. Colin Kaepernick wants to change the venue. Colin Kaepernick wants his own receivers. Colin Kaepernick wants to video things himself. He ain't done no interviews. He ain't talked to nobody. Media can't find him, but he wants the media available now. He don't want to play. He wants to be a martyr. It ain't working this time. Now, I'm, I'm not going to go as far as to say he doesn't want to play, but if he does want to play, he has a weird way of showing it. And, mm -hmm. if, and if Cap really wanted to play, then what he did Saturday was simply not a logical thing to do. Like, the best opportunity to get back in the league was to show up Saturday to Falcon Stadium, do your workout, and keep it moving. Not to mention, you would have really made the NFL look crazy if they didn't sign you because they put this whole Saturday workout together, 25-plus teams showed up, Cap goes out there and has a good showing, and he really makes the NFL look like they're colluding against him if they deny him. But when Ka Kaepernick's agent was asked whether or not he thought that Kaepernick would get an opportunity to sign with the team anytime soon, he was very skeptical. He said, I hope so, but I don't know. I'll be honest, I'm a little bit pessimistic because I've talked to all 32 teams. I've reached out to them recently, and none of them have had any interest. I'll tell you this, no team asked for this workout. The league office asked for this workout. 
And so I guess they're not feeling really great about it. Yeah, I read that statement, too. But also in that same statement, he says that the only reason he does have any sort of optimism is because the league put this together. And he said being that the league put it together, that maybe Roger Goodell will, you know, uh, push one of these owners to sign him. I don't know. But you know how I feel after this weekend? Uh, I don't care. Uh, I don't know what Colin Kaepernick wants in regards to football, so uh-huh. I simply don't care. I, I support Cap and everything he does as far as activism. If he calls me to participate in his Know Your Rights camp tomorrow, I would be there. But as far as what happens to him in the NFL, I don't care. Because to me, yeah, it, 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 oh, go ahead, what you say? I was going to say Eric Reed, who is his former teammate, also responded to Stephen A. Smith, if you want to hear that. He said, Malcolm X said, if you're not careful, the newspapers will have you hating the people who are being oppressed and loving the people who are doing the oppressing. You embody this quote. You, Malcolm Jenkins, and Jay-Z prance around doing the NFL's bidding to try to bury Colin. I stand for truth and justice above all else. You are mistaken by thinking that because you or anybody is black that you are spared from my criticism, especially when you've been so blatantly on the NFL's side and corrupting their own process to hinder Colin's employment. Well, let's, let's open up the phone lines. Once again, I don't care. Because to me, like, Colin Kaepernick's whole movement was never about him, you know, getting a job in the league. It was about him taking a stand for black and brown people who were getting killed at the hands of the police. That's what he brought awareness to. That's what this movement was about. That's what I care about. Somehow it turned into this whole thing about Cap not having a job. I'm off that. Let's open up the phone lines. What are your thoughts? 800-585-1051. What are your thoughts of Colin Kaepernick? Because think about it, right? You own an NFL team, right? Billion-dollar team. You know, they set up this workout. You get, you get your team to the Falcons Arena to watch this workout. And then right before the workout happens, what, an hour before, two hours before, they change facilities, which is an hour drive away. Mm-hmm. Do you take that hour drive or do you say, you know what, this 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 young man is playing games and I, and I don't want this on my team? Or do you say, you know what? Yeah, clearly a lot of people didn't make that drive. Right, only eight teams went. Because you know, mm-hmm. a lot of people might be like, you know what, he's playing games. We came all out here to see the young brother play, to see if the young brother has an arm, to see yeah. if the young brother can still move and still has it, and then he changes last minute. Yeah, to change the venue uh, last minute, you know, hours before you were supposed to work out, even the pushback on the waiver at noon on a Saturday when you received the waiver on a Wednesday, that's just all like that's, that's like foolishness. It seems like it's games. It seems, yeah, it seems and, like it's not serious. And even the whole cap wanted to control his his own narrative thing. Like if you did exactly what people thought you was going to do, which is not show up, that's not controlling your narrative. Like right. Cap did exactly what a lot of people thought he was going to do, and that's not show up or just find a way to you know self sabotage, as they say. So if you do exactly what someone thinks you're going to do, that's not controlling your narrative. But do I do understand this? And I don't know how true this is. If I'm a quarterback. And I don't trust the NFL. First of all, if I didn't trust the NFL, I wouldn't want to play. But if I didn't trust the NFL and they are the one that's controlling the footage, I would want my own cameras there, too. Absolutely. I would want to make sure that they just don't show the the time I overthrew the receiver or the time I didn't make it to the receiver. They're all the bad clips. I would want to make sure that they showed everything. So maybe I would want my cameraman there as well. But changing that, it, it just seems like. Would I want that on my team? Would I want that problem? Is that going to be a problem? Is, is, is it going to be one of those things if he has a, a bad day, he just doesn't show up? Like, those are the things that I would think about if I own a team. And and you said something, too. You talked about trust, man. Like, you know, me, I, I think that Colin Kaepernick is bigger than football, so I honestly don't even know why he wants to still be a part of this league that he, you know, says is blackballing him. But I don't care mm-hmm. because there will never be trust between the league and Kaepernick. If there's no right. trust, there's really no relationship. Right. And in you know response to that, 
In response to that video, the NFL did say in their whole statement that they did agree to put out all of the raw footage from oh. the entire event. They said that is unprecedented, but they confirmed they would receive both the video that would be sent to all 32 clubs yeah, I as well as I wouldn't trust them. If I was captain, I wouldn't trust them. Absolutely. I wouldn't trust that if I was captain. No way. Well, let's I would definitely the phone record lines. my own footage. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Pull out your, pull out your phone. Call in right now. Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club top. Break it down. 800-585-1051. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with the Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we were talking about Kaepernick. Now, you want to give him an update of what went down over the weekend, Yee? Yeah, so Colin Kaepernick had his workout, and he ended up changing venues at the last minute. So it went from 25 representatives coming to only eight people actually showing up. And according to Colin Kaepernick's agent, he still had some questions with the league's involvement in the workout and... He said, uh, Roger Goodell said the league does not get involved in player workouts team decisions, so why did they do this? So I think from the beginning it seemed odd, and that's why we had to protect him in this whole process. So they had a lot of issues on Kaepernick's end with the NFL's workout for him. Well, Stephen A. Smith uh, had this to say. 25 teams show up at the Atlanta Falcons practice facility, stated our facility, NFL personnel, equipment, video, everything. And what does Colin Kaepernick do? Three hours before the workout because of some issue with a liability waiver. Colin Kaepernick wants to change the venue. Colin Kaepernick wants his own receivers. Colin Kaepernick wants to video things himself. He ain't done no interviews. He ain't talked to nobody. Media can't find him, but he wants the media available now. He don't want to play. He wants to be a martyr. It ain't working this time. So we're asking 800-585-1051. What are your thoughts? What do you think, E? Um, what do I think? Man, this is a tough one for me because on one hand, we do know that the NFL, there were some issues, and he did win that whole collusion lawsuit, right, against the NFL? They settled, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they, well, they settled with him, so clearly there was something going on, and a lot of people feel like he's in enough, uh, great enough shape that he should be able to get a job on a team somewhere, and people are having issues signing him. But on the other hand, I did feel like this is a great opportunity for him to just go out and do what he wants to do, which is clearly play football. He said that from the beginning. So it feels like a, a self-sabotage. And I don't know all the ins and outs of everything that happened. We've heard both sides. We've heard what the NFL has said. We heard what Colin Kaepernick said. On his behalf, it didn't feel right to him. Yeah. I don't know what would feel right. I said my whole thing is, is you don't need the money. Um, also, you, you say you don't trust the league, and it's obvious you don't trust the league. And we understand why you don't trust the league. So... I don't understand why you would want to play in the league. And it seems like, you know, they set up this thing for you to play in front of all these teams. You know, two hours before the event, you switch it, and then now it's not 25, it's eight teams. I just think you're hurting yourself, in my opinion. I don't know the And man, I got to think, marketing-wise, would it be a great idea for a team to sign him? I feel like yes. in some ways they would get a lot of support they would get from a lot people of that are like... Right, because we um, see what happened with be, Nike and it would Colin be amazing Kaepernick. To sign Cap. But then they would get a lot of people that probably don't like it as well. Yeah, but that's yes. that's life, though. I mean, mm -hmm. the NFL assigned uh, the murderers to their rosters. You know, right. listen, I'm not. I, I just, I just don't care. I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I don't know what Colin Kaepernick wants in regards to football. I simply don't care anymore. Like I said earlier, I support Cap's 
far as his activism goes. You know, uh, I would be there if he called me to come to one of his Know Your Rights camps tomorrow. But as far as him in the NFL, I don't care. Because to me, his movement was never about him playing in the league. It was about him taking a stand for black and brown people who were getting killed at the hands of the police. That's what he brought awareness to. That's what I care about. Somehow it turned into this whole thing about Cap not having a job, and I'm off that. And can I say one more thing really quick, please? The biggest thing we are forgetting in this whole situation is Colin Kaepernick did not have to show up at all. Just say no. I don't want to try out. I don't want to work out. I don't want to be involved at all. I love Cap. You know what I'm saying? He had the Kunta Kinte shirt on. But it's very important to remember that Kunta Kinte tried to escape the plantation four, four times. That's why they cut his foot off. Cap is still trying to be a part of said plantation. All right. Well, hello. Who's this? What's up, Bimmy? Good morning, Yee. Good morning to God. Morning. How y'all doing? This is Keith. What's up, Keith? What's now, up, brother? What do you think about Kaepernick and the situation over the weekend? Yo, don't get me wrong when I say this, man. You know, uh-uh. I respect the brother in the narrative, what he was doing when he had the dashiki on, the corn rolls and all that good stuff. But even though he got down his knee, the stuff still happening every day. The man ain't been in the league in a couple years. I mean, he's like a prima donna the way he was acting over the weekend, man. I mean, the XFL is about to start. He can always go to the arena football, man. But the only two words I got for is who cares, man? That's how I feel right, at this bro. point. I'm going to be honest with you. I just don't care no more. 800-585-1051. What do you think about the cap in this situation? Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking about Kaepernick. Now, um, we had a workout over the weekend with the NFL, but things switched up. You want to tell them what happened here if, they, if people just missed it? Yeah, he actually changed locations, and they weren't comfortable with several different things that the NFL did. He wanted to be able to control the footage and have somebody there filming as well. Um, I guess he had to bring in his own receivers and all of that. And here's what Stephen A. Smith had to say. 25 teams show up at the Atlanta Falcons practice facility, stated our facility, NFL personnel, equipment, video, everything. And what does Colin Kaepernick do? Three hours before the workout. Because of some issue with a liability waiver. Colin Kaepernick wants to change the venue. Colin Kaepernick wants his own receivers. Colin Kaepernick wants to video things himself. He ain't done no interviews. He ain't talked to nobody. Media can't find him, but he wants the media available now. He don't want to play. He wants to be a martyr. It ain't working this time. Now, um, I'm not going to go as far as to say that Cap doesn't want to play. Uh, but if he does want to play, he just has a weird way of showing it. Like, if he really wanted to play, then what he did Saturday was just not a logical thing to do. Like, uh, the, like the best opportunity to get back in the league was to show up on Saturday to Falcon Stadium, do your workout, and keep it moving. Not to mention, you would have made the NFL look crazy if they didn't sign you because correct. they put this whole Saturday workout together, 25-plus teams showed up, Cap go out there and has a good showing. He really makes the NFL look like they're colluding against him. Hello, who's this? What's up? This is Dre from Ohio. What's going on? Hey, Dre, what do you think about Kaepernick's workout? Hey, I, I tell him, I said, I think he set himself back by doing that. He he could have went through with it the way the NFL set it up and, uh, and you know, put some things in place by, before Saturday. You know, I'm a military veteran. I'm a law enforcement officer right now, and I wasn't offended by the stance he took. I was actually proud that, he, you know, he did it. But there's a way to go about things, and last-minute stuff, that wasn't the way to do it. I think he set himself back and kind of probably blew his chance to get back. Yeah, you can't change you, the venue hours before you're nah. supposed to work out and push back on the waiver at noon on a Saturday when you receive the waiver on a Wednesday. Like, that's all foolishness to me. Hello, who's this? Um, anonymous. Okay, why are you anonymous? Um, because 
I kind of have a little inside knowledge about what's going on. Okay, so I know someone who knows someone that works for the NFL. Okay. And apparently the word on the street is that the NFL was going to make a team sign Pollen by today. Like that, they were going to pretty much force it, I guess. Um, I don't know the details of the deal or whatever, but they were working it out. And the thing is, there were black people behind it. It wasn't even the white people in the NFL that was trying to do this. It was black people that were working behind the scenes to make this happen for him because they believed, okay, one, he's still in shape, and two, like, he, he was done wrong. So they were working behind the scenes to make this happen. And he just kind of spit in everybody's face. Hey, let me tell you something, sister. First of all, uh, you. what you're saying is absolutely correct, and it's not even, like, behind-the-scenes knowledge. That is so goddamn obvious. They put together this whole big showcase right. on a Saturday. You know why? Because they know this man has been done wrong the last three years. You know, There was no other way to do it other than to make it this kind of spectacle. And, yes, they would have signed him this week. It was so obvious to everybody. All he had to do was show up. But guess what he did? He did exactly what a lot of people were saying he was going to do, and that was find a way to sabotage the situation. And, he, and, 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 and that's what hurts me the most about this, because when you talk about controlling your own narrative, controlling your narrative is not doing what everybody thinks you're going to do anyway. Right. You know and according to TMZ, they, they say that Jay-Z was disappointed, according to TMZ, with Colin Kaepernick. And they felt like he was unhappy with the way things went down because he feels the league was genuine in trying to give Colin an opportunity. Yo, the league was not going to put on this whole big dog and pony show on Saturday only to deny this man an opportunity. They right. weren't going to do it. Cap, we all know Cap is in shape. We all know Cap can throw the ball. They did this whole big thing on a Saturday. Over three-fourths of all the teams in the league show up. All Cap had to do was go to Falcon Stadium, do his workout, keep it moving. He would have got signed. There's no question about it. A lot of people on the phones will take some more calls and come back. 800-585-1051. We're talking the Kaepernick situation. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. If you just joined us, we're taking your calls on the Kaepernick situation over the weekend. Of course, he had a workout. He was supposed to work out at the Falcons Arena. Changed it last minute. Um, So we're asking your thoughts on it. Let's go to the phone lines. Uh, Hello, who's this? Uh, Kenny. Hey, Kenny, what's your thoughts on the uh, Kaepernick situation, bro? Uh, Good morning, guys. How's, uh, how y'all doing? I hope you guys are doing great. But uh, I agree with what Charlemagne was saying. Like, in any kind of relationship, uh, trust is the foundation. And, and I think it's fundamentally broken in this in this situation. So, obviously, he doesn't tr- his camp doesn't trust the NFL. The NFL owners don't trust him just because of all the issues that have happened with the kneeling and all that stuff. So, I'm not even sure why they're even trying because everybody can pretty much see that this is just a PR thing for both sides. Okay. They're both trying to look good and not trying to look bad to the fans. And at the end of the day, it's not going to work out. No, I'm not going to want somebody that, that's going to be making all kinds of demands when I'm paying you. And, you know, he's not going to want to, you know, concede to their demands because he wants to have some control over how he's portrayed in the in the media just because of everything that's happened. So it's never going to work out, unfortunately. All right. Thank you, brother. Hello, who's this? Yeah, this is Tip, man, coming out of Crown Heights, Brooklyn, yo. What's up, bro? What you think about the Kaepernick situation, bro? Man, let me tell you something, man. This man went through all this trouble kneeling. He got the whole racist United States of America against him. And then now when he wants to control the narrative of how he wants to be depicted, you got people that want to try to discredit his motion and his movement. Either you're going to stand behind Kaepernick, man, or just get out the way. Stop talking about whatever black people do that they try to stand up for themselves, man. All right, thank you, brother. 
Go to one more call. Hello, who's this? What up, Bell? This E from the D. What's up? E from the D. <laughs> What's up, my G? We're talking Kaepernick, bro. What's your thoughts? Oh, man. Well, my thing is, based on the gravity of the situation, how big it was, based on how big the story was, I don't think that uh, Steve Nation would last out like Adam like that based on a couple of questionable actions. Now, based on what he got blackballed for, I don't think it takes one of our own back of our own based on what Cap was protesting for. Now, don't get me wrong, some of the things he did Saturday might have been questions like changing the venue, but that's just paranoia based on what the past actions of the NFL has been. So you can't really blame a brother for that, for being paranoid. But I don't think it, take, it should have been one of our own to go out there and say he's bad news based on what he was protesting for because it's pretty much attacking our own, man. We don't need to be doing that based on what he was uh, protesting for. I mean, y'all ain't got to agree with that, man, but that's just my view. Okay. Okay. Thank you, brother. So what's the moral of the story? And nobody has a wrong opinion here, by the way. No, not at all. I mean, the moral of the story for me is, you know, um, it capped it exactly what a lot of people thought he was going to do, and that's not show up. Uh, or do something to sabotage himself. And if you do exactly what someone thinks you're going to do, that's not controlling your narrative. This is just me. The best way to control your narrative is to is to not show up at all. Just say, no, I don't want to try out. I don't want to work out. I won't be involved at all. But I really want you to know, and everybody else out there to know that's listening, I don't care. Charlemagne the God does not care anymore. I don't care about the NFL and Colin Kaepernick. I care about Cap's activism. I'll support him in that, but when it comes to football, I don't care. This movement was never about Cap getting a job. It was about him standing up for black and brown people and the injustice that they were facing at the hands of the police. I have his, I have his back 100% when it comes to that, but when it comes to him in the NFL, I just simply don't care no more, bro. All right, now, yeah, we got rumors on the way? Yes, nine orgasms in one day. Find out who did that for their lady. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Big Sean. It's about time. What's going on? Yo, yo, yo. Rumor Report. Rumor Report. This is The Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. All right. Well, Big Sean and Janae Aiko, let's talk about the song None of Your Concern. Now, that is Janae Aiko's new song, and the music video also features Big Sean. Looks like they might be back together again. Mm -hmm. They're talking about, you know, things going left with their relationship, having to move on. But one thing in the song caught everybody's attention, and it was this. No, there's not a day in these modern times You haven't crossed my mind, we both crossed the line Seems like I needed you more than I needed myself Just like I always felt like cheating on you would be cheating myself To me, that's just some dumb bitch For you to say we done with Trying to speak your heart Trying to make your mark Then go deeper and make a scar But every time I lay down, I think about you naked And if you find my replacement, how could you? I made you nine times in one day. Your two lips should come in the vase. You remember my face. I realize you look as good as you taste. Mm. So he said he made her orgasm nine times in one day, and everybody was going crazy talking about that on social media. You sound a little jealous. I've done it to my wife plenty of times. Nine times in one day? We don't believe you. That's my story. I'm sticking with it. I ain't never. I, 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 yeah, I'm. A, I'm the, the king. Crew. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm the king of giving out multiples. I'm not even gonna sit here in front. I may not have the biggest penis in the world, but I can definitely. All right. My wife gets about four to five off. That's a flat. Hey, <laughs> I ain't gonna sit there and lie to y'all. That's well, why I heard this story. I ain't did no nine, but four to five. Some of y'all ain't getting zero. Okay. <laughs> I'm out here in these streets with my four to five happy. You so ain't I, in these streets. You're in your house. I'm in my house. Exactly. Bingo. 
All right, now Omarion did an interview, and he was on Vlad TV, and he's talking about the relationship between Fizz and April Jones. As you know, him and April Jones have two children together. Fizz obviously is his uh, B2K groupmate, and here's what he had to say about being unbothered. I don't feel any way about it. If they're happy, then they should be happy. I think they should change the narrative, though. Well, first of all, let me just say, you know, she's still the mother of my children. When something affects her, it affects my kids, and that affects me. But what she does is, you know, live your life. He didn't sound unbothered in that in that conversation. <laughs> he was a little stuttery. He was he sounded a little upset. What did y'all want him to say though? I don't know. I would be upset. Like, like, I would all, be tight. All jokes aside, there's nothing Omarion can do in that situation. There's no jokes in that situation. There's, but there's nothing he can do. Like, if that if that woman decided she wants to be with another guy, even if that guy is her, his former bandmate, his former friend, there's nothing he can do about it. I'm sure he probably expects more loyalty from Lil Fizz. or even probably expects more loyalty from his baby mama. But that's not how it played out. But can you really perform? Can you get on stage with him and go bum, 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 and, and look at each other and do, 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 do. And then I, look on your side, you see your baby mother and your kids and they cheering for him? It's business. Yo, there's no permanent friends and enemies when it comes to business. Like, it's business. You guys are crazy. All right, now, this is a story that will interest you, DJ Envy. Tory Lanez has to remind people that he does not wear a hairpiece. He's given so many interviews talking about his hairline and all of that, and here's what he had to say. I don't have a unit on my head. What's that? This is my hair. You want to touch it? Corn this is real hair this in is the corners. I met a doctor that does hair restoration. I saw a tiger told you. And that is specifically for African American and Latino hair. Basically, I was I was going away on my corners. They helped me do the res restoration. It's not Bo it's not like Bosley though. That's when they slice your head and do all this weird. Shit. I didn't do that. A lot of a lot of this really even comes from what they call PRP shots. I think Tori's coming this week. I can't wait to speak so, to Tori so y'all can understand yeah, that. I don't have, have no hair plugs. piece. I know how I have plugs. I don't have follicles. <laughs> I don't have none of that. First of all, Tori Lane's hair, he still got it done. It was still a plastic surgery right. but procedure. he's trying to explain, he's trying to explain what it is. It's not hair plugs. It's not a wig. Yeah, but it's not uh, like, but, but he not like Envy talking about he changed his diet. I and, don't. And uh, I grew my hair out. First, I oh, did. Envy told us, first he said he changed his diet. Right? He said it was a holistic diet he's doing. True. Then he was like, facts. I'm growing my hair out for my son. Facts. Like, man, stop. That's all facts. Okay. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. I'm going to human resources. You're bullying me, bro, about my hair. Well, you got all the resources in your head. That's how they grew. <laughs> all them natural herbs and minerals, and minerals you use and some hair plugs and follicles, whatever it is. Who are you giving your donkey to, man? Oh, man. Before after the hour, I'm not even going to lie. This is one of those donkey today that really makes me want to go back home and go to sleep. Like, yo, seriously, something is really wrong with America. Something's wrong with people in America. We'll talk about it for after the hour. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day, ex-Jungleman. I'm a Democrat, so being Donkey of the Day is a little bit of a mixed up. So like a donkey. Okay. Donkey of the Day. <laughs> the Breakfast Club, bitches. I've been called a lot in my 23 years, but Donkey of the Day is a new one. Yes, Donkey of the Day for Monday, November 18th, goes to a police officer in Tucson, Arizona, named Manuel Van Santin. Now, we should be saying former police officer, because today is one of those stories where it really makes me just want to get back into bed and go to sleep. Like, someone needs to just press reset on the Xbox that is America. Uh, when I hear stories like this, I lose faith in all mankind. And I am convinced that life is really a spoof. Like, the Wayans brothers, Dave Chappelle and Neil Brennan, Keen Pill, Robin Thede and the Black Ladies Catch Show, they all got their ability to do what they do from God. 
okay? When the, the Bible says God created man in his own image according to his likeness, those sketch writers is what he was talking about because, man, I'm not even going to attempt to tell you uh, what Manuel Van Santen did and why he's at the center of an internal affairs investigation at the Pima County Sheriff's Office. I'm just going to go straight to the news report, and we'll talk about it afterwards. Let's go to KOLD CBS 13 for the report, please. Explosive new video of a controversial arrest involving a Pima County Sheriff's deputy and a 15-year-old who has no legs or arms. I showed that video to the Pima County Sheriff's Department. They had not seen the video before, and once they watched it, they did begin an internal investigation. Now, this incident happened a couple of months ago, but that video is just now coming to light. The eight-minute video begins with a deputy on top of the 15-year-old boy, wrestling him to the floor with shouting and swearing. Later, it also shows that same deputy arrest the 16-year-old boy who shot most of the video. He's eating the bowl of cereal. He puts the bowl of cereal down. He puts his hand behind his back, and now the deputy's going to slam his head into the wall. And he's completely restrained at this point and is not trying to resist arrest. Now, those two teenagers were arrested. They were taken to juvenile jail and booked for disorderly conduct. That case right now is being prosecuted by the Pima County Attorney's Office. I'm confused. A, a quadruple amputee, uh, meaning he has no arms, no legs. Correct. I got w that part. What are you confused about? He said he put his arm behind his back to rest. That him. confused me, too. He said his hand. <laughs> that confused that me. Confused that confused me. Then why would he have to throw the guy on the floor? That, listen, I, that's my main thing. How do you wrestle a 15-year-old quadruple amputee to the ground? and pin him down. It's so much wrong with this story and video. First of all, you don't wrestle a quadruple amputee to the ground. We saw the video. He wasn't in a wheelchair. He wasn't in a chair. So no, the video doesn't show Manuel wrestling the young man to the floor. It shows the deputy playing the game of limbo. Okay, how low can you go, ass cop? Because he had to get on the floor to even wrestle with the young man to begin with. Because why? He was already on the ground. All right? When I tell you there was absolutely no reason for this cop to do this, I mean not one justification, okay? A young man from Philly named Meek Mill once said, how you wake up in the morning feeling evil? And that's a question I have for Manuel Van Santen. Like, what is your problem? What are you mad at, okay? What may, what, 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 are you, what are you upset about, okay? What you mad at? Did you ask him to show you his hands and he didn't? Well, it's because he couldn't, okay? What you going to say? He was resisting arrest? With what? How? Was the suspect fleeing on foot and you had to run after him and tackle him to the ground? No, of course he wasn't because he doesn't have any feet, all right? Not to mention, Manuel, the question I have for you, once you subdue this uh, threat, and I put threat in air quotes, once you subdue this threat, this man with no hands and no feet, where are you going to put your handcuffs? I'm going to go out on what this man you assaulted doesn't have, and that's a limb, and say this internal investigation is some BS because there's nothing to investigate. Okay, I have eyes. I saw a video. Manuel, you are a cop. You have all the power, a badge and a gun. There's absolutely no reason for a man with no arms and no legs to be considered a threat to you whatsoever. Okay, not only should Manuel be fired from being a police officer, Manuel shouldn't be allowed to work anywhere. Ever again. Like, who is going to hire a person with this type of character? I judge people based off how they treat people who can't do anything for them. There is nothing this quadruple amputee could do for you, sir. Okay, I mean that literally. He couldn't hand you anything. He couldn't open a door for you. He couldn't roll a joint for you. They couldn't even do the cha-cha slide together because the man has no feet. All right, now Pima County Sheriff Mark Napier said it is premature to talk about potential discipline of the deputy or possible changes in departmental training. This is why I hate 
the process when it comes to stuff like this. Like, everything doesn't need a process. Everything doesn't need an investigation. And this is one of those times. Anyone you have to train to not manhandle a quadruple amputee isn't worth doing the job you're training them to do to begin with. Please give Manuel Van Santine the biggest hee huh? You still look so confused. I am. Why? What What could he have possibly done? I have no he, idea. He couldn't bro. hit the cop. I don't. He, couldn't, he didn't have a weapon, a gun, or a knife. Not resistant. He's definitely not running away. He couldn't away. run away. <laughs> Can't even. Keep asking him to show you, show you my hands. Show, you, show me your hands. I, I wish I could. I wish I had him to show you, sir. And how do you lock him up? Because he, he can't put cuffs on him. You pick him up and put him in the... I, I'm confused. You know what? You know what? All right. Thank you for the dog here today. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to make sense of the senseless. I was, I, I was, you, I, you're trying to... You think log, you're thinking logically about the illogical. Okay? Some things just are. I learned that in stoicism. All right? Mm. Some things just are. This is just evil. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey today. Now, mm-hmm. when we come back, Maury, 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 Maury Povich will be joining us. So keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yes, indeed. Maury, Maury, oh, boy. Maury, Maury. DJ. <laughs> you are not the father. You got it. Maury's here, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much. I saw you on a train the other day. Was that really you, Mark? They took a picture of you, you on the train. You know something? It went viral. Yeah. It, it's unbelievable. Uh, you really uh, want a train? I go on the train. Really? I went to the Barclays Center to see the Nets and the Pelicans play. Okay. And so I'm coming home by myself. By yourself on a train? Yeah. Okay. And somebody snapped a pic. And the next thing I know, they put it on Facebook or mm-hmm. something. I, it went viral. Yeah, I don't understand why people act like millionaires can't ride the train. First of all, I live on the Upper West Side. Mm-hmm. I want to go to the Barclays Center. Traffic I can take the B all the way there. It's like 25 minutes. Uh, 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 25 uh, minutes? Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah, you bet off in a car service. No, take that car service took at least an hour 40. Really? Yes. It's unbelievable. You got to, you know, you got to cross bridges or tunnels. I mean, come on. And so. But you by yourself? Yeah. No security, nothing? I don't do that. Okay, boy. I, I, by, by the way, I have security on the show. <laughs> I'm saying, you're never afraid that somebody who wasn't the father is going to see you. I want to tell, tell you something. I'm on television every single day mm-hmm. all over the country, just like you, mm-hmm. all over the country. Mm-hmm. If I go 25, 30 minutes on a train and nobody recognizes me, I'm in trouble. That's a, that's a problem. <laughs> so did they recognize you that ride? Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. somebody went, you know, take a pick. I don't. I didn't know they were taking it. And then there are a lot of selfies and stuff. And, yeah. You know, sometimes you have to go out in order to feel good. Right. <laughs> More, you still need validation from people? Oh, gosh, Charlemagne. Don't we all? <laughs> <laughs> I would hope I don't at 80. Oh, oh, if I was 80 and oh, as successful God. as you. You had to bring that up. Huh? I'm just saying. <laughs> you had to bring that and up. And you went by yourself. The Nets only gave you one ticket, Maury? No, no, I met two? some people oh, okay. there. I, was about to say. I, I met people there. Okay, okay. But I'm, you know, I, I, I sat in a nice seat. Uh, by the way, uh, it's a nice place to go to watch a game. Oh, I love Barclays the Barclays. Is very nice. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a good place, you mm-hmm. know. 
I tell you, they're more competitive than the team uh, on this side of the river. That is true. <laughs> you know what's so funny, though? They probably see you on the train and don't believe it's you. They're like, they oh, that, guy, that guy they looks go, like more. I, I, I tell you, more. what happens is they look at me and they, you know, they look at you. It's like you probably. They look at you strange and they go, hmm, uh, uh, are you? And they point their finger. Are you? Mm -hmm. I go, really? You just don't look like it? No, that's it. Can you say you are not the father? Oh, my God. They ask you to say that all do the time. Oh, yeah. Do you ever do you say, do no, it? I'm not Maury, I'm Jerry Springer? No, no, I do not say that. I do not say that. I do say, sometimes I say, I'm that guy some of the days of the week. Yes, yeah, sometimes. Do you, do that, do you say yeah. I'm not the father? Do you do that for people to know? Oh, yeah. Oh, they want to write? They want me to write it? You know, give an autograph, say you're... dear. Uh, Ken, you are not the father. Oh, my I God. Mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, those five words have made you a lot of money, though, Mark. I mean, you got a game now. That's right. You are not it's the a, father. It's an adult board game. <laughs> How does that it's work? It's coming out uh, November 27th mm -hmm. on Amazon. This is the thing. It's like, uh, I don't know if you know that game, uh, Cards Against Humanity or something like yeah. that. Mm -hmm. And and it's a, you know, it's an adult board game. There's a few beers in there and stuff like that. But the key is... You have to find the wildest excuse that people give for not being the father. In other words, uh, I fell off the jungle gym when I was a kid, and I uh, damaged a certain part, and uh, I Your can't penis. have yeah, I can't have any kids. Or that's too white to be my baby, or <laughs> you know, all that stuff. Or the woman is saying, that is your child because it has the same crooked toes that you do. Damn. And so the key is... The wildest, craziest reasons. By the way, all of them have been on the show. All the quotes have been on the show. Got you. And so the wildest quote gets you more points. And the key is not to end up with a card that you are the father. So this is fictional then. I thought it was actually like DNA swabs. Oh, inside no. Of it. Oh, oh, I didn't no. Know. oh, no. We're doing all Who's of that. this on the front? That's yeah, who is that? That's a guy in a, <laughs> it's an old picture. It's a touched up Photoshop guy. <laughs> so what made you what made you do this game? I didn't they wanted to do it. A company really? called us up, said we we got this idea for this adult board game. So mm -hmm. let's uh, play know. a little bit. So now what do I do? Read something you don't that know. That baby how to do. even has your same hairstyle. Right. No, because that baby actually has real hair. You don't envy. <laughs> you have hair plugs. So I doubt that's Maury, your child. Maury, can you tell him my hair is real? I try to tell him my hair. Why are you looking like, like that? Maury, it's real. You know what? Uh, of course Maury. it's Maury real. Maury knows the toupee when he sees one. <laughs> Maury, when you start well, I'm going to tell plugs. you something. What? There, there are some great toupees. This is real, there. That's Maury. one of them. I know. This, is this that is right? Real. Um, and there are some great toupees. No, that's real. Same no, it's not, Maury. Yes, it is. Okay, so... Maury, people think your show is let real. Me, let me tell you. <laughs> so how could... <laughs> it's as real as it gets, trust me. It's a, it's, it's a piece of the American fabric. Come on. It is, it is, it is, it is. Uh, I'll tell you a great toupee. Yeah. Uh, you, ever watch, you ever watch football on TV? Yeah, yeah, all the time. You know who Greg Gumbel is? Yes. Gumbel, yeah. Full toupee. Greg Gumbel, really? Let me see. Oh, boy, I hope I didn't blow it up. <laughs> Greg Gumbel? He got like the little afro, right? That's Brian's brother. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Greg yeah, is Brian's yeah, brother. Yeah, yeah, you could, yeah, 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 yeah. I never thought that was a toupee. Now I, mean, I, was, I just thought it was like a little afro. I thought he had little curls. He did one one time. No, we worked, oh, we worked together in Chicago many many years ago. So he, what he had to he started you started to see his hairline recede or what happened? Started I think going bald. so. Yeah, I think so. And he just comes in with a full head of hair one day. <laughs> I want to tell you something. I hope I'm right. Because <laughs> if I'm wrong, Greg is the nicest guy in the world. I hope, I hope I'm wrong. I know a guy I work with, you know, same thing, receding hairline, oh yeah. bald head, and just came in with a full head of hair one day sure. and started fooling people. 
Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Is yeah. Not, I let my hair grow. Why are you protesting? Come I mean, on. I'm talking about you. Okay, you're right. DJ, nope. really? <laughs> <laughs> All right, when we come back, we got more Maury Povich. When we come back, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're kicking it with Maury Povich. Charlamagne? You're on season 22 now. Yeah, and another seven before that with the Maury Povich <laughs> show. And now they tell me, the researchers say I'm the longest run. It's like you. I'm the longest running daytime talk show host in history. Well, congratulations. No, it ain't like us. We, well... Urban, urban radio. Urban, urban, yeah. Yeah. Urban Longest yeah. in New York, I think. Nine years. I would think so. Yeah, Because, yeah, yeah. you know, they eat people like you up. Yeah, they? yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So so how do you feel, man? Because every time I when, I when I mentioned age, you was like, oh, don't remind me. And then when you said 22, you was like, ah, oh, 22 years. Terrible. <laughs> but, you know, there was Clint Eastwood years ago. They asked him because he's well in his 80s. And they said, how do you do it? How do you do it? He says, I don't let the old man in. So I just don't want to see any old man. I don't want to let him in. Really? Yeah. You don't have no friends your age? No, I mean that don't mean that. <laughs> mean? I mean the real old man. The man upstairs. Oh God. But you don't have no choice over that. When God is ready to call you, he's gonna call you. Oh really? That's what I've always heard. Well, I'll argue. <laughs> <laughs> How do you stay so youthful though, Maury, man? I don't know. I you know, I got a young wife. She's only seven, eight years younger than me. Well, do you eat healthy at all? Or? You know, I don't. Okay. I mean, I don't. Who gives a f you're 80? I know. Maybe this I mean, I'm switch up now. You know. But you got this. So I take the, I mean, you know, the everybody worries about the cholesterol, so I take those statins, and so, you know, yeah. it is what it is. Uh, and, uh, you know, NBC wants me to keep going. I mean, so I'm going. And you really pay attention to the election, don't you? Absolutely. It's a big-time thing. It is, man. I mean, I'm I'm more afraid than anything, though, because I don't know if democracy as we know it is still the same. In fact, I know it's not. So, you know, we keep telling everybody to go out there and vote next right. year. It's like, yo, what about the Russian interference? You right. know, they're trying to pass election security bills. Mitch McConnell is blocking them. Like, right. I just want to make sure things are on the up and up. I don't feel like they are. The problem is, is what we don't know. Yeah. That's the, that's the thing. You just don't know. You know, you go on social media. Who the hell knows mm -hmm. who's on there? I mean, I, I, I'm confused. I figured... This is why I'm confused. Bloomberg has the money. Mm -hmm. Trump lies about the money. Mm -hmm. Elizabeth Warren wants to take my money. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Andrew Yang wants to give me money. Yeah. So I'm confused. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who you, who do you lean towards in those situations? I don't know. I mean, I, I'm. I, I, I just hope that whoever gets the Democratic nomination can win. Yeah. That's all. I would think that if you're if you're not for Trump. I'd say that has to be the one thing uppermost in your mind. Yeah. Get somebody who can win. Do you regret voting for Trump? I didn't vote for Trump. I'm just trying to, <laughs> just trying to trick you up. That's all. <laughs> you know, I, didn't, I didn't vote for Trump. I, I didn't. But, but, I, but, but I'll tell you this. I had to go kicking and screaming to vote for her. Really? Yeah. I wasn't a big fan. Of, of Hillary? No. Why not? Because, uh, I mean, I hate to say this, but... I, I believe she enabled her husband to do, you know, to get away with some crap. You mean like the sexual yeah. stuff? Yeah. Mm. And I, I, quite frankly, if I, I would have liked to have seen her divorce him. And then I would have had more respect for her. Mm. Uh, because this is, this is, this is, it wasn't just one intern. Come on. Well, let me, let me play white devil's advocate for a second. Okay. Uh, you're, she's a wife. She caught yes. her man cheating. No question. If she chose to stay, correct, she has that right too. Absolutely. That doesn't make her a weaker weak person because nope. she didn't divorce him. Nope. 
I agree. I agree with all of that. It's just that my feeling was there's a history there. Mm-hmm. There's a history there. She ignored that history. And some people would like to say that she tied herself to him for her own political purpose. So she can do this later mm. on. So you believe this was a, a plan for her to run? There is no question in my mind. So you think infidelity is a deal breaker all the time? No. Why in that Not situation? Because uh, it, I think it was longstanding, and I think uh, she enabled him to continue. So you heard about this before? This was not nothing? No. No. And, you- and I think most people who uh, covered him way back when he was governor and such. Have you cheated ever in your marriage? N- not not my wife says I haven't. So. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what she don't know won't hurt her, huh, Maury? Oh, no, I don't. I, you know, look, I've been married 35 years. I got the best wife in the world. My, you know what my wife don't would try say? try to clean it up now, No, no. <laughs> you, know what, you know what my wife would say? If I did, if she caught me cheating, you know what she would say? What? I'm just going to get even. Whoa. Whoa. How's that attitude? Wow. Key word, you said if she caught you cheating. <laughs> Key word is getting caught. No. You've never gotten caught, clearly. No, I, look, I have a very <laughs> loving, loving relationship with my wife, and I would never do anything to embarrass her. There you go. There you go. That's how I feel. Yep. I'm with you 100%. Yep. I mean, I know about you. you got a great family, right? Yeah, man. Yeah, it took me a while. I mean, listen, it took me a while to uh, really, really, really start appreciating sure. my woman. We've been together 23 years, you know what I'm saying? So you take a lot of things for granted. Right. And I, and I had a first marriage and it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, it was a long marriage, about 15 years. And then I had seven or eight years of being single. And uh, my wife and I dated for a lot of those years, but we weren't, what do you call it, exclusive. Mm-hmm. She said that I used to date people I couldn't remember the first names of. Mm-hmm. And she said, and I said, do you all, all you did was date those Hollywood stars. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, so finally I, I asked her uh, to get married. She says, I don't want to get married. And then she asked me to get married. And I said, I don't want to get married. And then finally she called me up after about seven or eight years of dating and said, we can get married. And I said, why? She says, because I found a dress. Wow. Was that any pressure, though? Because, I mean, you know, Connie Chung was a star in her own, right? Yeah. So I'm sure she did. I was Mr. Chung forever. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, still yeah. consider myself Mr. Chung. Do you get upset when you see other, like, celebrities she may have dated? Do you like, I don't like him? You know, believe it or not, a couple of them uh, <laughs> uh, ended up being friends of mine. Really? And, mm. yeah, while I was dating her. And, mm. uh, you know, I mean, I'll tell you a couple. I mean. Like who? She dated this guy who's just about dated. You couldn't possibly, if a woman couldn't get into the state of California without dating Warren Beatty. So she oh, man. <laughs> Warren, an old player. Old player. That's Dick Tracy. Yeah. Yeah. You got that right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is it hard for you to watch his movies? No. I mean, you know, she, once in a while, I think they still talk on the phone, and that's No, fine. no, no, no. That has to stop no, now. No, but she, he's very, he's, he's been happily married. Nobody calling my wife. He's been <laughs> happily married to Annette Benning for years. They have four kids or something. Oh, I love Bullworth. That's one of my favorite movies. Oh, you like that? Oh, it was a man. good one, wasn't it? It's amazing, and it's actually accurate. It's accurate, and that's what Democrats need to do now because they're all still... They don't understand that the language of politics is dead. That's what Bullworth understood in that movie. The language of politics is dead. Let me speak like the people for the people. No question. And by the way, 
I believe that's how Trump got elected. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. He was not speaking the language of politics. That's a fact. Whether he was telling the truth or not. All those people. Yeah. And by the way, still do. Yeah. Well, tell them when this game's coming out one more time. 27th of November. 27th of November. You are Amen. not the father. Do you fear any backlash from single mothers who are who don't know who their da child's daddy is and thinking you're making a mockery of them with this game? It's an adult social game. <laughs> it's not supposed to be played with by kids. And secondly, okay, I've always hung my hat on the fact that if I can get two parents in a kid's life, they got a better chance of being successful. Hey, I agree. Well, thank you, Maury, for joining Thanks, us. Thanks, guys, Maury. DJ, thank it's you. The, it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. You're still the God. I appreciate <laughs> you, Maury. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Kanye West. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. All right, Kanye West, are y'all ready to hear some of his Sunday service? You know, he did Joel Osteen's church, mm -hmm. and he had Sunday service there. Some of the things that he talked about was, um, you know, he basically got up and gave a sermon. He's talking about his music and basically how he is uh, the most gifted artist, thanks to God. Now... The greatest artist that God has ever exist, uh, created is now working for him. Yeah, he also said the devil is the one that controls all the artists in the industry. Yes, and then he goes on to talk about sex trafficking, and he compares that to strip clubs. He says it's basically the same thing. Listen. When I'm in California, when I'm in Vegas, they got posters up advertising, you know, sex trafficking. Because if there's an advertisement for a strip club, that is advertising sex trafficking. Because at the end of the night, when they close up, the, the manager says, how much traffic do we have? So if it's a, a man that's going through things with his family or going through things at work and he feels he has to go there, we all end up participating, whether it's the spirits that get advertised to us all the time. Let's break, let's break some of this down. Sex trafficking and strip clubs are not the same thing. Not the same. Because uh, women in strip clubs are volunteering. You know, to do what they're doing. Sex traffickers or not. Um, what was the other thing the end, he said? He said at the end of the night. And also, the, FYI, at the strip club, you don't have to have sex. Like, you're just dancing on stage. You're not having sex. Well, he said at the end of the night, the, the owner or promoter always says, well, how much traffic did you guys bring in today? Oh, so my God. You can say up, the man. same thing about a restaurant. You can say the same thing. Yes, he did. Yes, he you did. can say that about anything. You're not having sex, and you're not supposed to. In some, most strip clubs, you can't even touch the girls. I'm not mad at him with the other two things. My mom used to always say, when, when, when she used to watch me watching award shows, and she would see rappers winning awards, she was like, oh, and thanking God, she'd be like, oh, she re he really thinks God blessed him? Because of, the, because of uh, you know, the, the content of their music. Mm -hmm. You know, so it is well, kind of devilish, I guess. And, and Kanye says that prison reform is also his next focus. Listen to this. One in three African Americans are in prison, figuring out ways to free people, free the minorities, free, free, the, free the people with mental health. There's people that are locked up for a year, sometimes five years, because they can't afford a $1,000 bail. So these are some immediate things that are on our mind today. He's he following behind his wife. I don't see nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. All right, and Will I Am, let's discuss him for a second. He uh, had an issue while he was on a flight. He said he had a racist flight attendant in Australia, and he put that person on full blast. He said, I'm currently on a flight from Brisbane to Sydney. I'm sorry to say me and my group have experienced the worst service due to an overly aggressive flight attendant. I don't want to believe she's racist, but she has clearly aimed all of her frustrations only at the people of color. 
And then he posted some videos. He said they were beyond rude and took it to the next level by calling the police on him. He said, thank God the other passengers testified that she was out of control. The police finally let me go. I and see he that. her full name and everything. And he mm-hmm. said he didn't hear them saying put the stuff away because his headphones were on. So, which is understandable. I mean, he must have been in the zone where he didn't see everybody else putting their stuff away. But it happens. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, shout out to Revolt. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice mixes up next. Get your request in right now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, um, shout again to everybody that came out to Atlanta to our real estate seminar. Had over 2,000 people there, man. Just great conversation. So many people that wanted to get into real estate, learning about generational wealth, and I appreciate you guys for for coming out there. The next one is uh, in New York City next month. But uh, shout to everybody that came out. We had such an amazing time. And uh, hopefully you guys that went to the seminar will do the next step, and that's go ahead out there and, and find some real estate for yourself. All right? Now, um, when we come back, positive notes, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Shout out to Maury Povich for joining us this morning. Yes, sir. Always a pleasure with Maury. Mm-hmm. Now, Charlamagne, you got a positive note? Maury getting a lot of money, bro. He is. Maury been getting a lot of money for a long time. Sure has. But he going to have trouble at the house today with Connie. <laughs> <laughs> with that nonsense he was talking. He ain't answered that, have you ever cheated question fast enough? Nope. He couldn't remember. He's so old. But all right, man, you got a positive note? Yes, man. Uh, The positive note is simply this. I would like everybody to remember this on this fine Monday morning. Uh, Please just keep in mind, the more we value things outside of our control, the less control we have. Breakfast Club, bitches! We all finished or y'all done?